Call us barbarian. Well, this is an honorable name. We mean to cancel the world you civilized people made. We will simply erase history from the time that machinery and weapons threatened more than they offered. And when you die, the last living reminder of hell will be gone. Gone. Brother Zachary. We are ready, brother. Check us out at the onthewakeupradio.com where we have the 24-hour stream and broadcasting network. That's right, 24 hours, ladies and gentlemen, onthewakeupradio.com. And if you are listening on the IG, I'm going to pin that to the bottom so you can see it. On the wakeupradio.com. We also have our social media platform otw tube that's like the black youtube folks go check it out otw tube if you're tired of the censorship and getting videos and content deleted off of uh community guidelines and, and the thought police the ministry of truth then go to otwtube.com for a breath of fresh air because over there we say what we want we do what we want we don't have to worry about anybody canceling us if you want to check out the archives, you can go to the SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. So check us out on there for sure. Hit that like button and send this to somebody who you feel is on the wake up. Hit that share button. Even if you feel, you know, maybe they may not be ready for this content, but you feel they need to hear it anyway. Send them this content. Hit that share button. Big shout out to FEMA administ- Administrator Deanne Criswell. Thank you for keeping on the lights, Deanne. We see you. Is she still keeping on the lights? I don't even know right now. I don't even know what's going on in the world right now. Is Deanne Criswell still keeping on the lights? One of these great resources is U.S. Outage Map. Great resource to check out, U.S. Outage Map, Power- poweroutage.us, because that'll kind of give you an idea of where we're at to give you the map. Ooh, shit. God damn. So we're looking at California right now. California says 136,000 people are out right now in the state of California. That's pretty bad. Wonder what's going on over there. Is it because of the fires? Is it because they cut the power on people again? Peace, peace, family. I see you. Thank you for tuning in on the Wake Up Radio. So what's going on in California right now? Damn. Sonoma County's got 175, no, no, excuse me, they got 20,000, 20,000 out. Santa Clara County, 20,000 out. San San Mateo County, 30,000 out. San Francisco, they got 4,000 out. San, excuse me, San Luis Obispo, they have... 
5,984, almost 6,000 out. So California, if you look at the U.S. outage map, California is red right now, folks. Oh, shit. Nevada County has got 3,000, almost 4,000 out. Now, Nevada County, I happen to know this county. Nevada County doesn't have that many people in it to begin with. So to have 3,921 out, that's a significant number. Placer County has got another almost 4,000 out. Butte County has got another almost 5,000 out. So they're hitting, um, we were there, they're, they're hitting Northern Cali. This is all the state of Jefferson, too. You'll keep it real. Placer County, Nevada County, Butte County, and even up to Del Norte. They only they have 474 out. But these counties, these, these are, are the state of Jefferson right here. And they're major hubs of, you know, guns, ganja, and freedom, basically. Going to be talking about the supply, the supply chain for sure. A little bit of what's going on with that. And just, you know, breezing through these news articles to see what's going on. <clears throat> but California has the most significant outages in the country right now. <clears throat> you have Missouri, about 11,000 out. Illinois with about 47, almost 48,000. Wisconsin, 11,000 out. And then the state of Washington, 92,000 out, 92,000. So like I said, folks, poweroutage.us, that's a great resource if you wanna see where the power outages are. If you remember, we have a little thing called cyber polygon, cyber polygon, and that is a cyber attack, a cyber attack exercise is being touted by these folks like at um, World Economic Forum, right, where they're going to run a simulation to see, you know, in um, anticipation of a devastating power outage or cyber attack that would lead to a power outage. So anytime they do these tabletop exercises, we can expect that at some point in the future, this will actually happen. We saw that with, I mean, they did a lot of, a lot of, of pandemic exercises, even in the last decade, even in the last two decades. And so it it's, shouldn't have been a surprise to too many people that actual pandemic popped off. Event 201 was not the first pandemic exercise. That was just one of the more recent ones. And it was extremely specific to what we're experiencing today. I mean, you know, we don't have to go over all that again, but, you know, event 201, it was about a zoonotic, zoonotic virus that would kill about 65 million people. You know, it would spread, especially uh, worse in Africa, which didn't happen with this. And, you know, they talked about the measures that they would have to take the lockdowns, the lockdown of the economy, the censoring of social media for disinformation. I mean, <clears throat> in event 201, they even entertained completely shutting down the internet. But they said, oh, no, we can't do that. Maybe we can just shut down parts of social media. So, you know, it's no surprise that we have now the emergence of these quote unquote fact checkers on social media. So yeah, I was just going over poweroutage.us. These are the type of resources that we just need to check out just to kind of, you know, remain abreast of what's going on. And then you also have the cell cellular outage map, U.S. cellular outage map. 
And interesting enough, interesting enough, you actually have outages again in Illinois. There's a hotbed of, of outages in Iowa and Wisconsin, which is really interesting. Hot zone over there. Little patches in California, pa patches all throughout the Ozarks, uh, Texas, Oklahoma, little Arkansas, Missouri, Illinois. But then when you start to get into Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin, big time outages, big time outages. And it's kind of similar to the outage map where you have Missouri, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Just like in this, this uh, cell map, Missouri, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Iowa, Iowa big time. Let me see. Then you got some patches over on, on the East Coast, Maine, a little bit in Delaware, West Virginia, some hotbeds in Tennessee, Tennessee for sure. So, you know, down into um, the Carolinas, North, South Carolina, a little bit in Georgia, Louisiana, Florida. But the hotbed of cell phone outages little bit in northern Texas, but then, like I said, Oklahoma, Missouri, Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin. So what's going on in Wisconsin right now? See, so this is how we do stuff because I didn't even I didn't even look this stuff up prior to the show. But this is how we do research. You know, if you want to find out what's going on, the media is never going to tell us what's going on. But, you know, you have to kind of glean what you know about these areas and then go from there. So we know that Iowa is a major area for, you know, um, agriculture, food, you know, uh, uh, produce. So let's go to Wisconsin first, right? What's going on in Wisconsin? Wisconsin news. Let's just see if anything pops up, you know? Mm. Wisconsin emergency landing, American Airlines flight grounded to the smoking cabin, quote unquote. I don't know if that how important that is. Um, you know, hopefully everybody was safe. Wisconsin news headlines, see if anything comes up for that. Nothing that I can just glean from looking at the searches. Doesn't mean that nothing's going on there. It's like you have to find the right words. So let me just try something. Let me try Wisconsin National Guard, see if anything comes up. Because there's a lot of uh, talk of National Guard right now. Wisconsin National Guard. Mm, okay, it's something pretty interesting. I don't know if this is, uh, let me see how old this article is. But this is from, okay, October 21st, 2021. So this is from just four days ago. <clears throat> this is from the nationalguard.mil headline. Wisconsin Guard, Papua New Guinea Strengthened Partnership. Madison, Wisconsin, the Wisconsin National Guard's new partnership with Papua New Guinea as part of the state partnership program has continued to blossom despite a global pandemic and long travel distances. The partners have significant progress in recent months with a Wisconsin National Guard delegation conducting its first visit to Papua New Guinea and Wisconsin's adjunct, adjunct general traveling to Hawaii for a series of meetings and conferences with his counterparts from Papua New Guinea and other military leaders in the region. So, you know, this is a 32nd 
infantry brigade combat team command sergeant major discussed the five-year plan shared information with military allies and key stakeholders in the region and aligned strategic objectives i'm not gonna read through this it's a long ass article right here i'm not gonna read through all this on air it looks like a whole bunch of fluff but i'm sure there's some important information in there in the end of the day but you know this is one of those things like Papua New Guinea, for one thing, they suffered a serious genocide over there in um, in the last few years. And I mean, the way they were mass massacring people, the way they were massacring people over in Papua New Guinea, you know, like whew, it was bad. You know, it, it, it's funny. I saw there's a video going around on social media. It's of people in Papua New Guinea doing the Shema Israel, singing some old Israeli song or, or uh, some old Is Israelite song. And kind of makes you wonder like, okay, what, what relation do they have to the ancient Israelites? Because that's such a remote place from anywhere we would think of them traveling, but then they're singing an old ancient song. It's the whole whole everybody singing it everybody in that particular village is singing it so it's like did some you know european come over there and teach it to them or do they have roots that go back a little bit further i'm not going to get into all that but that's just very interesting and so even the fact that the massacre that they were enduring you know that's the type of thing that nobody's going to come to save them in the end of the day. And if the U.S. is there, that's the U.S. just spreading out their little tentacles in order to have, you know, it's a geopolitical move in the end of the day. Why take our National Guard? The National Guard is supposed to be defending our nation, first and foremost. Why would the National Guard, why are they, why are they sending National Guards, National Guard overseas in the first place? You know, there's a lot to unpack with that. I'm not a military man, so I'm not even going to act like I have all the answers to that. But it's just something to think about. Look at Wisconsin major exports. State exports from Wisconsin. This is the census.gov. Hmm. Okay, civilian aircraft, outboard engines for marine propulsion, composite diagnostics and laboratory regents, compu computed topography apparatus, articles of plastics, parts for use with spark ignition, internal combustion, food preparations, okay, digital automatic data processing machines, human blood, animal blood prepared for therapeutic, okay, that's interesting, x-ray generators, high tension generators, control, instruments and appliances for medical, surgical, Filtering or purifying machinery and apparatus, parts and attachments, NESOI for derricks, cranes, electrical static converters, power supplies. So this is their exports. Um, hmm. So, you know, I, I just keep your eyes on Wisconsin, folks, Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois. Missouri, because something's going on around there right now. They're having cell phone outages. I mean, they could be doing some Jade Helm shit, you know, uh, have uh, operators running around through the terrain bagging people at this point. So that's the type of stuff. And this is, like I said, this is just a quick search. I just looked it up just to, you know, warming up the mic right now. But I noticed this patch of power outages again, Missouri, Illinois, 
Wisconsin. And then the cell phone outages, which closely correspond with that, with Missouri, Illinois, Iowa, and Wisconsin. So, you know, just keep your eye on that. Cali, hold tight over there, hold firm. What's going on in California right now, folks? I mean, are, are the fires burning? Are they all on lockdown? Like, how, how are they treating y'all in Cali right now? Because Cali's another one, you know, Cal, California and New York. That, that, those are like, on the east and the west, the most communistic states in the union probably california man because <laughs> i live in new york now and i used to live in california and i can tell you yo california where i was living it was cool yeah thank you that like joe says sounds like a practice run exactly sounds like a practice run california is cool where i lived in california was cool because I was in Northern Cali. So, you know, it was a little bit different up there. Like I said, they like their ganja and their guns up there and they don't really want to be bothered. They like small government and that's the type of environment where people are extremely involved in their local politics, which I think is cool because, you know, I've said it on the show before. There were a few times, the most exciting times of the year were harvest season harvest season everybody was buzzing everybody's harvest you know everybody wants to show off their goods they show show off their wares oh look at these look at these plants look at these vegetables look ah you know that was harvest season and then election time because election time you really like a lot of times you you are you personally know your elected official and then like these type of people you see that motherfucker in the store you know what i'm saying so like if they start to pass policies that are not in align with your interests and that are screwing first but more importantly screwing over the people in the county it's one thing to have a politician okay i don't agree with your politics but you're still doing for us right but it's a whole other thing when this same politician now is doing things that you know are screwing over the constituents you're gonna see that motherfucker like hey Hey, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Running to them in the aisle in the supermarket. What's up, motherfucker? I see what you did. You know, and they can't they can't escape. <laughs> they can't escape the watchful eye of the people. So there are checks and balances in places like that. And so one thing with our politicians, I call them our selected officials today, is that they're, they're too far away, you know, like our congressmen and women, they're out in, in Washington, D.C., and they're so far removed from this constituents. Washington, D.C., to me, is like the city of Versailles in, um, in France, you know, where all the nobles and the, what do you call it, the aristocrats would be hanging out up there, rubbing elbows with each other, and were so separated from the people and passing these policies that were, you know, against the people. And so when they had the revolution, you know, they started chopping heads and all that stuff. And yes, a lot of that was largely manufactured, but in the end of the day, it, it set an example for what could be when people come together. You know, when people come together and they hold their politicians accountable to, to some level. And that's, you know, that's where we're at right now. Because the, the, the name of today's episode is False Positive Politics Part 2. You should definitely check out False Positive Politics Part 1. 
you can find it on our SoundCloud page for sure. Just go to SoundCloud, go to onthewakeupradio.com, go to the playlist, go. We have so many different shows, but it's the On the Wake Up. The name of the show is On the Wake Up. Go check out On the Wake Up and go check out False Positive Politics because you'll see what I'm talking about. If you've seen the movie I Am Legend with Will Smith, in I Am Legend, there's a scene where he and his family are trying to get to um, get on the helicopters that are leaving. He's getting, he's bringing his helicopters to his family to the helicopter so they can get out of the city. The the um, if you know the premise of I Am Legend, it's about you know a zombie apocalypse of sorts, zombie apocalypse of sorts, and. The zombies are people who were given an injection. It was a vaccine for cancer. It turns out, turned people into zombies. You know, a percentage of people died. A percentage of people turned into zombies. A percentage of people survived. And a percentage, and the zombies ended up eating most of the survivors. So, Dr. Robert Neville. Because that's his name. That's Will Smith's character, Dr. Neville. Let's just say Neville. He's, he's the only one in New York City who survived. And, and the zombies can only come out at nighttime. So he has the daytime to run around kind of freely. But at nighttime, these motherfuckers are wilding. Like. <laughs> but they don't know he's there. So when it flashes back to a scene where, you know, he's trying to scramble his family to the helicopter you see that his family you know all the national guard they had their masks on their fucking same mask we're wearing today this movie came out hmm, let me see when did i am legend come out let me do that first 2007 god damn 2007 so i am legend came out in 2007 right and they're wearing the same masks that we're wearing today, little white masks. And they have these scanners, these uh, temperature the thermometers, the same way that now our people's foreheads, not mine, but people's foreheads are getting scanned with these guns. Like, ah, let me take your temperature, motherfucker. That type of shit. <laughs> same way that we're getting that now, they were getting that in that movie. But it was a little more high tech. And... These uh, they would scan people's irises or their eyeballs, and when they would scan their eyeballs, you know, some people it would pass, pass, no problem. But then, if the shit scanned wrong, if if you know it said uh the temperature was too high or whatever, oh, you're going to the quarantine section, no questions asked, no questions asked. And so you saw people get taken away. So he's good, his daughter's good, goes through, scan his wife, and the shit says negative. So they're about to haul her off. He's like, no, um, Lieutenant Colonel Robert Neville, blah, 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 stand down, stand down, scan her again. And so, you know, because he's military brass, they scanned her again. And this time it was positive. It was good. So she was able to go through. So that's kind of where the idea of false positive politics came from, you know, just watching what's playing out. And then seeing that clip of the movie, I said, God damn, that's like what's going on today. How many people are taking these bullshit ass PCR tests and coming up positive when they're not sick? 
okay? So, and that's the whole thing, like this whole asymptomatic super spreader thing. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. And the, the, the powers that be know this, but they think we're dummies. So they, they, <laughs> they keep pushing that same narrative. According to the inventor of the PCR test, Carrie Mullis, if you ever just go check out his work, you know, he's gone now. He's with the ancestors now, rest in power, Carrie Mullis. But he's been bucking against, you know, Anthony Fauci for the last 20, 30 years. He, he, don't, he don't fuck with Fauci at all because basically the whole AIDS epidemic, not that. So let's start with HIV, you know. And we're going to come back to this false positive politics, but it's all related. HIV is one thing. One, HIV, as far as I know to this day, HIV hasn't been isolated as a virus. From what I understand and from what my studies tell me is that in order to measure HIV, you have to measure the amount of white blood cells in someone's body. I don't remember the levels off the top of my head now, but if you have, you know, below a certain level, let's say, uh, I can't even, I don't even want to misquote it. If you have below a certain level, it's HIV. If you have below another, I think it's 500 per milliliter, something like that, it's HIV. If you have below 300, it's called AIDS, okay? AIDS is also the other way that you test for AIDS, besides the white blood, the white blood cell test, is the PCR test. Now, I just learned that part recently. Now, Carrie Mullis was saying back in the day, you're not the, the the PCR test is not a diagnostic test. It's not supposed to be used to test for disease. It because if you do enough cycles, enough cycles in the PCR test then you could basically, you know, you could say anybody is positive for anything. It's for specifically tracing DNA. And then it's like taking a magnifying glass, okay, in a way. This is not the way that I've heard it explained that makes sense to me. It's like, okay, you're looking at something. So it's like expanding it with a magnifying glass to be like, okay, yes, I see this here. So that's what they're doing with this PCR test. So if you have, if they do above, I think, 35 cycles or something like that, then basically you could be uh, positive for anything, anything they say. And that's how you get these, um, these people with these false positives, people who are asymptomatic, who never get sick, but who somehow come up positive for, for COVID. I was listening to the Dave Chappelle special. Dave Chappelle was saying, oh, you know, you heard that I got the COVID. You know, I heard you heard I got COVID. You heard that I got COVID. And he said that when he got it, he didn't even get sick. So you remember the news was talking about, oh, Dave Chappelle got COVID. Ah, but according to Dave, he didn't even get sick. False positive politics. When this thing came out, and they started testing people, and they rolled out this PCR test on people. I mean, personally, I thought that shit was extremely invasive. And funny enough, peace, peace, king, peace, king, I see you. Funny enough, 
funny not funny i mean uh, talking to you know some uh women i know about it you know getting that thing ja- jammed up to your your brainstem <laughs> you know to, to all the way back like that shit is extremely invasive extremely invasive but they were like oh well you know i get pap smears this and that so just man up you know what i'm saying it's not that big a deal Yes, it fucking is. One, I don't get pap smears, okay? And I understand that's what y'all do as women, but, you know, you can't expect people to go along with that shit or to be comfortable with that, you know? That's something that that women do, and I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue about how invasive that is or isn't. I think that shit would be invasive, you know? If I had to get something jammed up my penis hole... To check if I was all right. I'd be a fuck yeah, that shit would be invasive, especially if it was by a stranger. But you know, to say that, oh, just deal with it. Like, no, 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 no. Don't just deal with it, because now, and this is back in the early days of the pandemic. Now we're moving into an era where people are are. Uh, oh shit. Ramona Short said, actually, smart women don't get pap smears or mammograms. Okay, okay. So we're moving into an era now where people are getting comfortable. The motherfucker coming up, being like, let me take your temperature (laughs) to the center of your head. And then sticking something up your nose, a foreign object. And then sticking it in your mouth (laughs) to see if you're sick. You know, and there are people who are getting this shit weekly for their job. Like, that's fucking insane. That shit, that's a mind fuck right there. When that started happening, I knew one, when the masks started becoming mandated, like, because I, y'all may not, may or may not know. I've been doing the mask for years. Always, like, wintertime, you know, I would do the scarf, have the scarf or the shemag, shemag around my face. The baklava around my face on riding the train just in case, you know, because people are out there open mouth coughing, disrespecting breathing air, and it's fucking disgusting. So I get that. But the whole mandating of that, that's a whole nother level of fuckery, right? Okay. The mask mandates, I get it. Now people having to get tested and getting shit jammed up their noses in the fucking thing on their head. You know what I'm saying? Let me check your temperature. One... <clears throat> One, if someone's coming up to my head with that shit, I bet stop, hold up, you know what I'm saying? Back the fuck up for a second. You can scan my wrist. If this is the type of establishment where people are getting their shit scanned, scan my wrist. It's just as good. People look confused. Oh, 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 oh yeah. And then they do it. They always do it. <clears throat> but you got to stop them. You got to pump the brakes on them, you know? Just to keep some of your humanity. Don't let these motherfuckers just do whatever they want to do. G. Geisha said they're doing it to our children weekly, the nasal snot. It's fucking disgusting. It's disgusting, you know? We And we can't, we can't have our children in these environments where they're subject to this type of thing. And I know it's going to be tough for a lot of parents, but, you know, especially, like, during the lockdown, that was the time to make those type of arrangements so that when we came out of lockdown, the children would not be subject to this fuckery. That's all I can say. Huh. Uh, on the way, good radio said where the ho- horseshoe is supposed to go on a man. Sounds like a script from Saw meets Hostel. Ugh. 
I didn't sign no paper giving consent for NYC schools to be digging up his nostrils. That's right. That's right. So if you have children, then really the lockdown was the time to make those arrangements so your children did not have to be subject to what was coming next. Yes, use your intuition, trust your immunity. Of course, of course, that's what people need to do. But people are being told not to use their intuition. People are being told not to trust their immunity. <laughs> Dale G. Jr. said, hell with the fucking digital thermometer. They can scam people with our joke. It's not even scientifically proven accurate. Hmm. G. Geisha said, yeah, I stopped them. I'm going to submit my own proof because this is pure fuckery. Yeah, and those are the moves that parents need to take. Listen, nobody said that this shit is going to be easy. If you have not been preparing for this time in history, in American history, in world history, then you're going to have a steep learning curve. But it can be done. And there's, there's plenty of support around at this point. And that's why we always encourage people, you know, to share these shows and, you know, share with the people who, especially the fence riders, like a lot of y'all who are tuning in, you know, you're not really a fence rider. I hope not. And if you are, come to this side of the fence. You know, it's better on this side. But we're not, you know, th- this, is, this type of content is really for the fence riders. It's really for the people who are aware, you know, let me say that. But then share it with someone who's on the fence so that they can, you know, because we give plenty of resources. That's the thing. We give resources. We give you stuff that you can look up, stuff that you can look into so that you can take your scholarship to the next level. That's what we want for our listeners. You know, I, I learn a lot from you. Hopefully you, you learn a lot from me and from us on, on the wake up. So, you know, this is the time, like, for those people who have not you know, kind of prepared for this time in history is going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult, but it can be done. And you need to look for the people who are going to support you in, uh, in, in your efforts because you are doing the right thing. Yes, your intuition is correct. And, you know, I got lots of people and I love it because I got so many people who they don't, you know, if you look at their profiles on IG or they got pictures of their kids and flowers and, you know, lots of happy shit. But like they be sending me some wild information. You know what I mean? And these are people who I know they just they've been doing their homework and they've been preparing for this and they've been, you know, preparing for, um, you know, protecting their kids from this beast in the way that they know how. And I really respect them for that because they're living that shit. On the wake up radio said, Geisha, they're making money from digging up people's noses. They got one nurse and what's that? A million children. So the lunch lady plays fucking nurse making 20 grand a year. Ha. Um, G Geisha says, Ugh, I'm hearing from the other parents of children of color. Our kids are being treated differently too. Well, so I went to, I had to get one PCR test. I got one fucking PCR test. That shit was horrible. So invasive. And I won't name the hospital I went to, or will I? Maybe not. Maybe not. So I don't want to put Kings County on blast like that. But the nurse that I went to, now, you know, she's an older sister. I'm sure she was sticking those swabs up people's noses all day. And I got in that seat. I was like, look, listen, just can you just stick it up a little bit? Just don't put it too far up my nose. Don't put it too far up my nose. And she looked at me. 
She looked at me. You could tell she was really thinking about what I just said. And she stuck that shit in my nose. And, you know, it, it went farther than, than was comfortable for me. But, you know, it wasn't terrible. No, it was fucking horrible. But it wasn't as bad as I've seen in some of these videos, you know? And she did that shit. And you could tell she was contemplating, like, am I going to fuck this nigga's life up right now? You know what I mean? Like, how dare he try to tell me how to do my job? You know, my partner went and got her nose swabbed. <laughs> they did all light. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got you, girl. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Did all light and gentle. So if that's what I'm saying, man, like, that, that, like, it's it, just like you said, G Geisha. Um, they, they're definitely treating the, our children and our people differently, you know? And depending on who's administering those swabs, this shit could be a real savage experience. And so, that you know, that's just one aspect of this whole thing that we're dealing with because, oh gosh, it's fucking horrible. But yeah, and right after that, I just went and you know, I sprayed my nose down with some uh, was it uh, hydrogen peroxide? I don't know if that was the best thing to do, but that's what I saw as the only, you know, the only thing I could do to protect myself from what was going on was that hydrogen peroxide. Um, I was cool after that, you know, for the most part. But then it was funny because a few weeks, yeah, <laughs> yo, I know Kings County. I know, I know, I know, I know Kings County, man. Yeah, fuck them, yo. Yeah, I made it out. I made it out. But you could tell they were like, yo, like, you could tell she wanted to fuck my life up right then and there. And the thing was, she had the power. All the power was in her hands. She could have just gently, you know, just tickled the, the you know, the, the little rim of my nose. But nah, she still stuck that shit up my nose. And I was good. And then the wildest shit happened, like, probably weeks after that, maybe a month or so after that. Uh, out of nowhere, I, I had sneezing fits. Sneezing. And I started, yo, every time I would sneeze... A little piece of blood would come out of my nose. What the fuck is this? But there was like a month later, maybe even two months later. That shit was weird. I don't know what if I walked through something and something was activated from the swab. But I was fucking sneezing a little, and it wasn't like my nose was bleeding. It was like little chunks of blood would come out when I sneezed. Like what the fuck? Like I'd be in the shower and sneeze, and blood would come out. Like I don't get nose bleeds. bleeds. G. Geisha said, plus whatever they use to quote-unquote sterilize the swabs has cancer-causing chemicals. The fact that we aren't even allowed on campus, we have no idea what they're doing to our kids. Right. Um, Dale Jr. said, is there a good T-Docs for people who are vaxxed? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that light Jones said, if I was a doctor or a nurse, I would quit right on the spot. Can't do it. Yeah, because then you become complicit in, you know, the activities that are going on. Oh, you said Chris Guy had a similar thing happen? Yeah, those, well, yeah, because, you know, whatever they're put, whatever is on the end of those swabs. Um, oh, man, what is the chemical? I can't remember what the chemical on the swab is now, but yeah, you're right. It's a cancer-causing chemical. It's not the polyethylene glycol. It's, um... Some kind of ethyl, ethylene, ethyl something. I can't remember what's on it now. But, yeah, and then they got the little more moving, more gelins fibers. It's a whole bunch of bullshit, you know, like, 
<sighs> I'm constantly doing what I can to cleanse my body of this shit. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? But uh, the people who are getting those, like, weekly and regularly, oh, my gosh. You know? Um, Dale G asked if there's anything I know of that can cleanse from the shop. Nothing that I know. Um, I've heard a couple things, but I don't know if it, how well it works. Again, you know, I'm not a doctor. This isn't medical advice, but I will tell you what medical professionals I've heard and what they've told me, what people have told me. So one that I've heard is zeolite. I've looked for zeolite at herbalists, at vitamin shops. Nobody carries it. You know who has all the zeolite? Fucking Amazon. Amazon has the zeolite, folks. Amazon is buying up a lot of shit right now. Another one that I've been told by medical professionals, again, I'm not a doctor. You got to do what's right for you. But something that might help with um, cleansing your system is uh, so vitamin D3 has to be 5,000 milligrams. NAC detox, can't remember what that stands for now. NAC detox, you'll find it though. And activated charcoal, activated charcoal, all those help to, they help to um, cleanse the blood, excuse me, cleanse your DNA. The activated charcoal helps to cleanse the DNA. The NAC detox helps for the production of, damn, the name is escaping me now. But it's something that's produced by the liver that helps with your immunity. Then vitamin D3, obviously, that's good for your overall immunity. But those three together, vitamin D3, 5,000 milligrams, your NAC detox, and your activated charcoal. I was told that those help with cleansing your DNA from the shot. I don't know how well they work. You know, they, they would have to be studied by a doctor or by a lab that hasn't been compromised. But um, it's worth checking out. Um, NAC, the NAC, N-A-C space detox. Yeah. Yeah, zeolite, zeolite, Z-E-O-L-I-T-E. Thank you, Panama. Oh, no, Pomona, shocked. Um, on the wake of radio said, if you ever get sick with or without the vaccine, ask for a monoclonal antibody 20 minutes straight to the vein and cured ASAP hospital will fight you, but it's still all you need. Yeah. Those monoclonal. So I was talking, actually talking to a doctor about that. He was saying like the monoclonal antibodies are legit. Monoclonal antibodies clear that shit right up. They don't want you to know that, but that's what I'm hearing too. Zeolite, Z-E-O-L-I-T-E. The zeolite, now the thing with that, you know, again, you have to <clears throat> you have to see if it works for you, do your homework. And this is why I say I'm not a doctor, so I can't, you know, recommend or prescribe anything. But I will tell you what I've been hearing from other doctors and professionals. The thing with zeolites, you have to remember also, if you have kidney disease or sensitive kidneys, be very careful taking that because that could cause kidney damage is what I'm hearing. Okay, so just, you know. Be mindful of that if you do decide to take that. At the same time, I did hear that it is good. You know, folks, we hear so much stuff 
a lot of us, all of us, so much information comes our, our way. And we want to do the best thing to heal our bodies and to treat ourselves. And it is imperative that you do your own research, talk to as many professionals as you can, get different opinions, read different opinions, and find out what's best for you. Because we're not all the same. Everybody is different. Zeolite might be great for somebody and might be horrible for somebody else. I learned hydroxychloroquine might not be the best thing for black people. But at the same time, that was also 10, you know, 20 years ago. Chloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine might be a little better. Quinine. Hydroxychloroquine's natural form might be okay because that's the natural form of it. Quinine, you can find that in tonic water. You can find that in a few things. But you can also, if you can find the quinine, the actual bark, the cinchona or cinchona bark, I think is what it's called. If you can find the actual quinine bark, that's probably the best thing for you. You know, you make a tea out of it. These are the type of things that, again, you have to do your own homework and find out what's best for you. Because if you go searching for the information, you're going to find what you're looking for. So I know I started this with the false positive politics, talking about the PCR, the bullshit-ass PCR test and all that. So I want to go back to this test because <clears throat> this is false positive politics part two. This is from the CDC, cdc.gov. 7-21-2021 lab alert. Changes to CDC RT-PCR for SARS-CoV-2 testing. Audience, individuals performing COVID-19 testing. Level, laboratory alert. Pomona Schultz says everyone needs carbo-veg in their medicine cabinet. My grandfather, a naturopath, calls it corpse reviver. It's been a lifesaver. Well, shit. Let me look that up. Carbo veg. See, this is why I love y'all because I literally I learn so much each show from everybody. Carbo veg. Oh, vegetable. Carbo vegetabilis. Vegetabilis. Okay, carbo vegetabilis. Is that what you're talking about? I'll check that out. <clears throat> okay, yeah. I'll check that out for sure. Carbo vegetabilis. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. Do your homework on it, okay? We've been told, so this is a perfect, a prime example of what I'm talking about, okay? Pomona Schott says, everyone needs carbo vegetabilis, right? Now, your grandfather's naturopath, okay? So now we can trace this. Okay, somebody's grandfather's a naturopath recommends it that we should all have it so what do we do we go and do our homework okay find out if this is a good thing for us um i'm already seeing stuff come up about it so i'm you know off air i'm gonna um i'm gonna check it out and see if this works for me because it looks official and appreciate your input so let me see Thank you so much for that, because hopefully I, hopefully everybody in here just caught that little jewel and is going to check it out, all right? So back to the CDC.gov. Now, peep game, ladies and gentlemen, 
false positive politics, right? Pay pay attention to what I'm, this is straight off the CDC website, okay? I read this in the last show, the last false positive politics show. We're going to do it again. After December 31st, 2021, CDC will withdraw the request to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for emergency use authorization of the CDC 2019 novel coronavirus real-time RT-PCR diagnostic panel. The assay first introduced in February 2020 for detection of SARS-CoV-2 only. CDC is providing this advance notice for clinical laboratories to have adequate time to select and implement one of the many FDA-authorized alternatives. So pause right there. Why? Okay. If they, why would they, if this thing is going to be pulled December 31st, 2021, why would they still be using this to diagnose COVID? Shit makes no sense. But if people or if the general population is unaware that this is going on, then yeah, they can continue to do it. Listen, they play off our ignorance. They, the, our ignorance is their greatest weapon in this. In this information war, our, the ignorance of the general population is a weapon. It is literally a weapon. So it says for a list of authorized COVID-19 diagnostic methods. Oh, yeah. For a summary of the performance of FDA-authorized molecular methods with an FDA reference panel, visit this page. So I'm gonna, I'm even gonna look at, you know, the authorized COVID-19 diagnostic methods. In preparation for this change, CDC recommends clinical laboratories and testing sites that have been using the CDC 2019 COVID RT-PCR assay select and begin their transition to another FDA-authorized COVID-19 test. CDC encourages laboratories to consider adoption of a multiplexed method that can facilitate detection and differentiation of SARS-CoV-2 and influenza viruses. Did y'all hear that? I'm going to read that again because it's not always what they say, but it's also what they don't say. It says, CDC encourages laboratories to consider adoption of a multiplex method that can facilitate detection and differentiation of SARS-CoV-2 and influenza viruses. Such assays can facilitate continued testing for both influenza and SARS-CoV-2 and can save both time and resources as we head into influenza season. Laboratories and testing sites should validate and verify their selected assay within their facility before beginning clinical testing. Is there, I'm just going to throw this out there. Is there a chance that influenza has been diagnosed as SARS-CoV-2 at any point throughout this pandemic? Is there a chance or a possibility just asking the question, folks. So I went to the page to see, you know, what what tests are accepted in vitro diagnostic 
emergency use authorization, diagnostic tests, tests that detect parts of the SARS-CoV-2 virus and can be used to diagnose infection with SARS-CoV-2 virus. These include molecular tests and antigen tests. That's kind of like the PCR test. Serology, antibody, and other adaptive immune response tests. Tests that, that detect antibodies, for example, immunoglobin M, IgG, IgM, to the SARS-CoV-2 virus, or that measure a different adaptive immune response, such as T-cell immune response, to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. These type of tests cannot be used to diagnose the current infection. These type of tests cannot be used to diagnose the current infection. These type of tests cannot be used to diagnose the current infection. Did I just say that three times? Did I just read that three times? Yeah, I did. I did. I read it three fucking times so that you heard me say that. These type of tests cannot be used to diagnose a current infection. Test for management of COVID-19 patients. Beyond tests that diagnose or detect SARS-CoV-2 virus or antibodies, there are also several, there are also tests that are authorized for use in the management of patients with COVID-19, such as to detect biomarkers related to inflammation. Once patients are diagnosed with COVID-19 disease, these additional tests can be used to inform patient management decisions. From what I understand, none of these tests can really detect if someone is, has an active COVID-19 infection. Okay, but going back to the lab alert, these are changes to the CDRT PCR for SARS-CoV-2 testing. Okay, after December thirty first, twenty twenty one, that means January first, twenty twenty two. We're in a whole different situation. I don't know what test they're going to be using. If there may be the EUA will be uh, reauthorized. I don't know, but just look for that day. Look for fuckery to come around the, uh, you know, December, mid-December to the end of December. I would even think, ah, really, from this point on, because this was put out in in July twenty first, twenty twenty one. So I can imagine that right now they're scrambling to either justify another emergency use authorization of the PCR test, or they're going to move to a new phase of their plan. And we're going to talk about that too tonight. Because let's just say, just hypothetically, right? What if the PCR test were to fall out of favor? Or what if it could no longer be used as the gold standard for diagnosing diagnosing in air quotes COVID-19. What what kind of world would that be, right? That means they can no longer stick the thing up your nose. They're probably still gonna keep doing it and people are probably still gonna keep going along with it because they can't wrap their mind around that this thing is not actually diagnosing them with this disease. But let's say let's just say it does go through when it gets pulled. Where are we going to be at that point? Will they just have us locked down already? Will there be another diagnostic method? You know? Um, it's just something to think about. Just something to think about. So still we're talking about uh, false positive politics, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, it's very clear at this point that 
we've been lied to, you know, and we're being lied to. And these policies are being based off of false positives. You know, they're not, um, and, and we can't expect like the government to swoop in and then tell us the truth about anything that's going on. The fact that they lied to us thus far and this much should let us know that, no, they're going to continue on this course because they, they can't just all of a sudden start telling us the truth now because they're so deep into this thing. And whatever their plans are, you know, they had today down in um Barclay Center in Brooklyn, they had, um, it was an anti-vaccine rally. It was an anti-vaccine rally. It was cool because there was a game going on. So, you know, it was just, it was just interesting to sit there and watch it all because you had people piling in to go to the game. And then you had the people, the, uh, the protesters who they were trying to get those people's attention. People going into the game, some of them might have been paying a little bit of attention, but then most people weren't, or it seemed like they weren't. So it was funny because someone rode up to me, someone walked up to me, it's like, hey, man, what are these crazy people talking about? I don't know. Have you gone and talked to them? Yeah, I, I went and talked to them, but they weren't really saying much. Oh, yeah? What were they talking about? I don't know. I'm just looking at this motherfucker like, really? You don't know what they're talking about? You know, he tried to engage me with the bullshit. I'm not getting into that conversation. If you don't know what these people, you don't read the signs, dickhead. <laughs> read the signs. You, you don't know what they're talking about. You don't know what they really, you don't know what they're protesting about. You fucking genius, you know? And, and that could have been an op opportunity to engage in a conversation, but I don't think he was looking for a conversation. I think he was looking for, you know, validation or, or buddy to come along and rag on these people and that's not what i was there for i didn't go to the rally i was just at the rally you feel me i ain't go to the rally i was just at the rally <laughs> i just happened to pop up and just see what was going on you feel me end up talking to a couple people out there i even ended up talking to a police officer out there nypd and he told me that you know i had to take it for my job but if you see the look on his face he was like you know, like, I had to take it <laughs> type of shit. <laughs> I felt so bad for my man. I felt so bad for homie. Because, you know, you could tell that he didn't want to take it. And, again, I wasn't ragging on him because I'm not, not going to do that. Like, people take it. They have their reasons for taking it. And just like we don't want people ragging on us for not taking it, uh, I, I feel we shouldn't rag on people for taking it. Everyone has their reasons. Everyone has their justification. Some people really believe it works. That's your business. Some people are doing it for their job. Some people are doing it because they have children and mortgages. Some people are doing it because they're, you know, five years from retirement and they just want to get their fucking pension. You know what I mean? Some people have their student loans to pay back and if they lose their job, not going to be able to pay their loans. They're going to lose their house or their apartment, their job, their career. You know, people have a lot of reasons for getting it. So I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's right to get to, uh, to not criticize, but to chastise people for getting it. 
because they're being, come on, imagine someone who's sitting there watching fucking CNN or Fox News all day and getting hit with the fear mongering all day for how many months, you know, for basically the last, when did this shit start? What year? We're going into 22. Is it, is it really almost going into two years of this bullshit? God damn. It's almost two years getting beaten in the head with fucking numbers. And, you know, I talked about this a couple weeks ago. We don't have to go back on that. The numbers. People love fucking numbers. Okay. But, you know, people getting beaten in the head with all that shit for so long that, yeah. Yeah, they're going to go get the shot, you know? They're told that you're not going to be able to work without it. You're not going to be able to go into restaurants. and So people want to party and bullshit, okay? You can't party or bullshit if you don't get the shot in this new world that's being created. So I get it. You know, and I think the concern for a lot of us who are informed about what's going on is the long-term impact of this, you know? the Yeah, that shit is sad. You know, because the the long-term impact is, do I need to pull this shit up? Do I need to pull this up just to go over what the good doctors, what at the FDA, what the FDA says? The the Guillain-Barre syndrome, okay? The acute disseminated encephalomyelitis, that's the swelling of your brain, your really your brain, your meninges, and your spinal cord, your central nervous system, essentially. Transverse myelitis, that, again, the swelling of your nervous system. Oh, yeah, Chef, 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 your boy D's, that's right, said you won't be able to later. It's all BS. Everyone needs to make a stand now. You're absolutely right. Um... Encephalitis, myelitis, encephalomyelitis, meningocephalitis, meningitis, encephalopathy. Like these things are all swelling of your brain, swelling of your meninges, swelling of your nervous system, you know? Convulsion, seizures, stroke, narcolepsy, and cataplexy, anaphylaxis, acute myocardial infraction, heart attack. Myocarditis, pericarditis, swelling of your heart, swelling of your pericardium, autoimmune disease, fucking autoimmune disease, deaths, pregnancy and birth outcomes, other acute demyelating diseases, demyelating disease, that's like multiple sclerosis, that's like um, multiple sclerosis, um, oh, and uh, Alzheimer's, things like that, where the myelin is somehow stripped off, that's like, acute demyelinating disease, that's fucking horrifying to me. If you know a little bit about the nervous system, the myelin, I I explained this before. This is the wire, right? This this coating right here is the myelin on on your nervous system. And now imagine acute means something that's happening, you know, within from now to 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that's acute. And so acutely stripping of your myelin, that's, that's like... That's like developing multiple sclerosis in a few hours. That shit is fucking terrifying to me, okay? Other acute demyelinating diseases. Non-anaphylactic, non-anaphylactic, anaphylactic allergic reactions. Thrombocytopenia. Um, it's like blood clots. Dissemin- disseminated intravascular coagulation. Blood clots. 
venous thromboembolism. That's blood clots that are now traveling through your veins. Okay, that's like um, they have something called deep vein thrombosis, and someone has deep vein thrombosis. You know, they have let's say a blood clot, blood clots in their calves, you know, and let's say one of those blood clots breaks off and travels up through their body, through their body and could go into their lungs. That's a pulmonary embolism going to their brain. And that's a fucking, um, it's a stroke. You know what I mean? Either way, it's all bad. So disseminated intravascular coagulation, that's just coagulation all over the body, disseminated in your limbs, all throughout your body, traveling through your bloodstream, just waiting to fuck something up in your body, okay? Venous thromboembolism, right? Arthritis and arthralgia, joint pain, Kawasaki disease, that's that disease that was popping up in children, multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children, that's that other disease that was popping up in children, and vaccine-enhanced disease, that's basically antibody-enhanced dependent, antibody dependent enhancement. That is disease that is exacerbated by receiving the shot. So these are all the things that people need to, you know, be aware of. And a lot of us are aware of and, you know, need to educate people who did get the shot. Everybody, this is my personal opinion, everybody who got the shot should get a D-dimer test. Get your blood tested for D-dimer because the D-dimer, that is one of the, um, when, when you have blood clots in your system, when you have blood clots in your system, your your body goes through a, a stage of cleaning that up with the platelets and all that, right? And so one of the last products of that is the D-dimer. And the amount of D-dimer that's present in the blood or that's present in the system gives you an indication of the amount of blood clots that may be in your system. So everybody who got the shot should get a D-dimer test and see what's going on. <clears throat> so all that to say, this is why I don't rag on people who got the shot. I just feel bad for people who got it, you know? Everybody has their reasons, but this shit is fucking genocide in my humblest opinion. Yeah, Pomono Shot says it's heavy shit, but has to be freely discussed. And that's the thing. That I think that's that's one of the things that bothers me the most about this. It's not that, <clears throat> you know, we, we can expect the government to lie to us because that's what they do. They're the government. Okay. But we should be able to have open discussion, open, uncensored discussion so that we can figure out what's going on. Because, listen, the government is made of people. It's not like this is, again... I think it was Carrie Mullis, the inventor of the PCR test. He said as he was going through the medical world, he said that <clears throat> he had this idea in his mind that the higher you get at, eventually there would be some wise old man or some council of wise old men guiding the whole system. But once he got up there and looked around, he realized there is no wise old man or no wise old men. There's nothing like that up there. They're just people. They're people who have... <clears throat> basically bought into a system or philosophy and maybe there's one person up there who they all listen to like a Fauci but there's no council of wise old men you know like yo science is as dogmatic as religion without a doubt just like history just like the field of history. History is as dogmatic as religion. 
in, in these fields, you can't you can't be you can't be someone who goes against the the selected or the chosen narrative. You have to go along with it. If you don't go along with the selected narrative, then you're ostracized, you're outcast, you could lose your career, you won't be able to get funding for your research, that type of thing. And if you're a scientist, you know, funding is everything. So you're gonna toe the line and you're gonna go along with uh, what you're told. You're gonna you're gonna go along with the orthodoxy of your chosen religion, science, history, and that's how it goes. So, you know, people be like, trust the science. It's like trust the orthodoxy. It's like trust the church. You know, the, the church tells you that. Listen, <laughs> you ain't gonna go into the church. You know what I'm saying, folks. As wicked as the pope is and the Catholic Church is. They're not to be questioned because those are the emissaries and the ambassadors of God on earth. You know, the Pope is Jesus in the flesh, according to their philosophy. So they, they're not to be questioned. It's just like the Fauci and all of them. <clears throat> I think I told you last week I was watching. It was um from 2019. From 2019, it was a conference on a universal vaccine. If you can find it online, definitely watch it. It's interesting. It's about a universal vaccine. And in it, Anthony Fauci was in there talking about, you know, because they wanted, they wanted a universal flu vaccine. And instead of using, you know, the flu virus like normal vaccines, they would use gene therapy. They would use the same thing that they're using now, this mRNA vaccine, in order to, you know, create a component of the flu virus that the body would create. And, you know, the, the body would be encoded to create it and we would create antibodies to it. But just like that FDA document was explaining, the antibody dependent enhancement if at a certain point your body is going to start to create it it's gonna uh what do you call it your body basically it could create an immune an autoimmune response where your body doesn't stop creating this pathogen and you know to a certain extent your body does learn to fight it but then it might not stop creating it and it might not stop fighting it him worse even is when you're actually when the person is actually exposed to that pathogen that's when their body is going to go into high alert and it, it's not even <laughs> it's not going to fight it and worse than that's not just not going to fight it but it's actually going to bring it into the white blood cells oh, no come on in for whatever reason, I don't really understand why that happens. They also call it pathogenic priming. A lot of people talk about this. A lot of people who are professionals in the field, I recommend you go check them out. And if you want to look this up for yourself, the FDA document, Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee, 
October 22nd, 2020. Meeting presentation. Okay. It's the CBER plans for monitoring COVID-19 vaccine safety and effectiveness. Okay. That's the CBER plans. It's from October 22nd, 2020. You know, so again, that's why false positive politics part two, because that's where we're at right now. And we're moving to the next level of this and need my people to be vigilant. So, we come across some interesting news. One thing. So, this came up in the last few days. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Biden could use National Guard to help with supply chain bottlenecks. Oh, yeah. Robinette. You know, that's his middle name, right? Robinette. President Robinette. This is from October 20th. So this is just from five days ago. The White House headline from Yahoo News headline, the White House has considered deploying the National Guard to combat the supply chain crisis, but it's reportedly unlikely. Well, that's good news, the whole it being unlikely. Excuse me. The White House has explored using the National Guard to alleviate stress on the supply chain. The idea is unlikely to be implemented at this time, though it is not off the table per reports. Last week, President Joe Biden announced a 90-day sprint, which included extending hours at ports. The White House has looked into deploying the National Guard as a potential solution to the supply chain crisis, according to the reports from the Washington Post and CNN. Citing multiple people with knowledge of the matter, the Washington Post reports that the White House is unlikely to deploy the National Guard at this time. Though, a source familiar with the issue told CNN that the Biden administration has not eliminated the National Guard as a potential solution. When asked whether the government would consider sending the National Guard to help unload cargo ships in Southern California or help ease a national shortage of truck drivers, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said on Tuesday that the administration has not taken, quote, options off the table, end quote. Similarly, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, oh shit, okay, Transportation Secretary, okay, Pete. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg told NBC that the National Guard has not been ruled out as a potential solution. So that's two things right there. They said to help at the ports to offload these containers and it's truck drivers. So just look at the country that's developing around us right now, right? You have healthcare workers who are being kicked out of their positions for not taking a shot. You have, well, let's leave the police off the table right now because they're fighting against it, but healthcare workers, National Guard and coming in to hospitals, right? to help with the healthcare worker crisis. 
Then they're talking about putting the National Guard on the ports to help offload these ships. Then they're talking about <clears throat> having the National Guard in trucks, shipping supplies throughout the country. This is the further militarization of our infrastructure. The infrastructure is being put in place at this point. You know, John and I talked about, I think even in 2019, how the walls, how the prison walls are closing in on us and people are still dancing and partying and bullshit. They don't realize that the walls are closing in around us in this country, you know? The, the fact that even entertaining push, putting the National Guard into those positions should be alarming because, like I said, I'm not a military man. From what I understand, National Guard is deployed to specific areas, like you might deploy them to the border if there's a border crisis. You might deploy them to a city or a state or a region if there's, you know, a natural disaster. But now you have, let's say you could have Alabama National Guard driving all around the country, all around the state, all around the country. Are they armed? You know what I mean? That type of thing. Are they armed personnel? Do they have armed personnel with them as they're doing this? Like, what, how does that actually look when you start putting these people into those positions? What, when it comes to like law enforcement, will they, if law enforcement refuses to get the shot, Will they put National Guard in the place of law enforcement? Personally, I think that's what this is a buildup to, where they are willing to fire. If they'll fire healthcare workers, I believe they'll fire National Guard. Oh, excuse me. I believe they'll fire law enforcement and put National Guardsmen in there. I'd like to be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I believe that they would do that. Pay attention, folks. Go and listen to the episodes called Rise of the Gestapo, Rise of the Gestapo. We have three episodes, three Rise of the Gestapo episodes at this point. This has been something that's been in the works for a long time. Hmm. This is from the article again, quote, I think that opportunity to make a difference will be looked at, end quote, Buttigieg said over the weekend, <clears throat> end quote. If deployed, the National Guard could help move cargo off backlog ships in ports in Los Angeles and Long Beach through bottlenecks at warehouses at rail and railroads, Ooh, as well as drive trucks to deliver the goods. So, <clears throat> so that's the ports. The bottlenecks at the warehouses, that's the railroads. So you're going to have National Guard on the trucks, railroads, warehouses. I, this sounds like some straight camp FEMA shit, if you ask me. But they also going to be delivering the supplies to Walmart, with whom they already have a relationship. Military already has a relationship. Thank you, that light Jones, Jade Helm. Thank you very much, Jade Helm. <laughs> I didn't even read the peep. <laughs> Back to the article. Last week, President Joe Biden engaged with a series of meetings with port officials and major retailers like Walmart. <laughs> I didn't even read that shit. I promise. During during a meeting with Consumer Brands Association, its CEO, 
Jeff Freeman asked the White House to use the National Guard as part of its 90-day effort to alleviate the supply chain crisis, CNN reported. What? Jeff? You said that? You see? This shit, it's the Jade Helm shit. It's all been scripted. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are the chances that he would have been in talks with Walmart? Folks, come on. Come on, pay attention, people, to propaganda. And this is the thing, like, for people for people who have not been up on this shit over the last decade and change, you're going to, little details like that might go over your head. For you folks who are aware of what's going on, you caught on to that shit immediately. Jade Helm shit, that's right. Um, And this is the thing, right? Because you remember, I mean, I've, you know, I have reports from RT where you have these British officials like, we would never implement vaccine passports. That's poppycocks, you know, that type of shit. And then here we are, vaccine passports, you know, that type of shit. So don't ever believe these people when they say, oh, we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't entertain that. Yes, they are. If it's coming out in the news, they're letting you know that they would do it for sure. And they're probably doing it already on the sneak tip. And it's just a matter of time before they make it public. Don't let them fool you. Oh, no. So something that I'm kind of keying in on right now is this 90-day sprint. The fuck is this 90-day sprint? I think it's worth paying attention to. This is from October 13, 2021. From CNN. No, CNN Business. Headline, Biden discusses supply chain supply chain crisis with U.S. ports and carriers. What? New York CNN business. The U.S. government is stepping up its efforts to relieve the supply chain nightmare that has led to shortages of some goods, higher prices for consumers, for consumes, and now threatens to slow the econ- economic recovery. The White House will work with companies and ports on a 90-day sprint, quote-unquote 90-day sprint, to alleviate bottlenecks according to a senior administration official. Some will start working 24-7 to address the backlogs. In a speech Wednesday, President Joe Biden announced the Port of Los Angeles will move to 24-7 service, bringing it into line with operations at the Port of Long Beach which is already working on the 24-7 schedule. Those two ports handle 40% of container traffic in the U.S. Around the world, ports are congested as a result of the rapid rebound in demand for commodities and goods as much of the global economy has recovered from the pandemic. Shipping costs have soared and companies wanting to move goods around are struggling because there just aren't enough ships or containers available. All the while, prices are going up for consumers. Quote, Today's announcement has the potential to be a game changer, end quote, Biden said in remarks at the White House. He said the additional port hours will increase the time spent unloading container ships by 60 hours a week and will represent a doubling of hours the ports of Los Angeles and the neighboring port of Long Beach were operating earlier this year. Now, one thing, this isn't from the article, one thing that people have to realize is part of the slowing down of the ports is, again, these vaccine mandates, from what I understand, they are, you know, trying to mandate the shot. Just not letting people come down to these ports. So that's part of what we're seeing right now. 
Back to the article, Biden met with senior officials and stakeholders to discuss collective efforts to address global transportation bottlenecks and then deliver remarks on Wednesday. Port operators, truckers, association, labor unions, and executives from Walmart, FedEx, UPS, and Target attended the talks. He said that Walmart, the nation's largest retailer, had committed a 50% increase in moving goods during off-peak hours. The president said FedEx and UPS will also increase their overnight operations. There you go again with Walmart. Yeah, thank you. That like Jones, right, he's going to have to work people 24 hours a day. So if that's the case, he's going to have to work people 24 hours a day. You know, maybe that's where people, if you, if you need a job, maybe you need to go look at the ports right now, <laughs> right? Because clearly they don't have enough people. Find out what's going on down there. I should look, uh, hold on. Indeed jobs. We're just going to go just glance, glance through Indeed real quick to see what it's talking about. Um. Hmm. Dock workers. Okay, no, let's not do New York. Let's do Philadelphia. So I think Philly has a lot of that, right? Longshoremen jobs. Boom. Hmm. I'm not seeing a lot of stuff come up. No, nah, nah, not a lot of stuff coming up. Maybe they're not hiring on Indeed. Maybe they're hiring on other stuff. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this right now. I just want to look at that. I just want to look at it, okay? <laughs> so every anytime they said timetable, so a 90-day sprint. 90-day sprint, where would that put us? Because... They set these timetables, and then people kind of forget that there's a clock, there's a countdown. Like, you remember Donald Trump, he did that 180 days to release that UFO information, to basically UFO disclosure. And that date came June 25th, and people, you know, there's so much shit going on in the world that people kind of glossed over that date. So that 90-day sprint, let's say, from October 13th. What's that 90 days? November, December, January 13th, give or take. Oh, shit. Cindy said some wild shit. Not where they put people in shipping containers, pork, a.k.a. rat meat replacement for chicken, when our FDA furlough pork. That pork? Yes, Cindy, that pork. Uh, FDA on furlough? The FDA's on furlough right now? Dun, dun, dun. Uh-oh, that's disturbing. Every time that happens. Yeah, because last time that happened, from what I remember, this is what Cindy's talking about. They, um, yeah, it's when all that rat meat got put into the wingless, the boneless chicken, the boneless wing supply. <laughs> if you ate boneless wings at a certain time, 
during the FDA furlough. You may have been eating rat meat. The shit is delicious. I came from. The shit is delicious. Yes, if you eat Chinese food, you know, like the stuff that doesn't look exactly like chicken, you're probably eating some rat meat. No, don't be alarmed. It's okay. You know the shit is delicious. Okay? It's all right. Don't get disgusted now. You ate the shit. You might be eating Chinese food right now. Finish it up. I'm not going to say it's good for you, but it's delicious. Don't let your knowledge of what it actually is change the taste in your mouth. It's delicious, okay? I've eaten General Tso's rat on many occasions. You know, it's a cultural difference. It's not the first thing I would put in my mouth, but hey, we we came, we were at that junction. We came and we went. <laughs> we came, we saw, we conquered. I made it. Cindy said, not yet, but the people I know who work at the FDA and we had endless supply of rat meat fed to Americans. Say it like Trump. China sent us their special meat. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like that when the FDA was on their furlough last time, that so much rat meat came into this country. It was disgusting. But yes, we we ate it. This is what I'm saying. Like it happened. If you were eating boneless chicken wings during that time, you most definitely had rat meat, rat meat because there was a chicken shortage. <laughs> you were not eating chicken, okay? Just admit it. <laughs> It's okay. I know denial, the, the, the levels of, what is it, trauma? You got denial, disbelief. No, not me. Yes, you. You ate rat meat. If you were chumming down those boneless chicken wings, it's probably rat meat. Couldn't tell the difference, could you? Mm-mm, neither could I. I already don't do boneless chicken wings. But I'm sure other things, like, because I might have eaten, you know, some Chinese food at that point. It was probably rat meat. Yeah, I like bones in mine. Pause. Big pause. But, yeah. I'm not advocating the eating of animals, but I like to know what animal I'm eating when I do. Leave that right there. So, January 13th, look for some fuckery to pop off, folks. January 13th, I'm putting that in my calendar. I hope you do, too. Look for the build-up to that. Look for the December 31st fuckery to pop off, okay? Because they might be in for something. December 31st. January 1st. January 1st, when the PCR test is no longer... In effect, when the emergency use authorization for the PCR test has finally been pulled, what what way will they have to keep us in this open air prison? Are they going to all of a sudden lift the travel bans and tell us we can get on planes comfortably and we got nothing to worry about? Maybe, maybe not. I doubt it, but we'll see. But just keep those dates in mind, okay? December 31st, January 1st, that time period. See what's going on geopolitically. See what's going on with these tests. See if there's a new variant that they need to lock us down over again. See if they're trying to get 
a new emergency use authorization. Okay, this is the type of content that you need to share with your people, you know, because listen, we got the whole CDC website to back that shit up. If you look up the PCR test at this point, at least on my computer, you know, my fucking algorithms. When I look up the PCR test, one of the first thing that comes up is the CDC lab alert. That's one of the first thing that comes up on my computer. This cocksucker, Mindfuhrer Robinette, a.k.a. Joe Biden. Can you believe that's that nigga's middle name, Robinette? That shit makes, him t- makes me take him less seriously. I don't think that's a good thing, by the way, too. I don't think that's a good thing, because that's a dangerous motherfucker right there. This supply chain thing. One thing to remember, folks, is that with the supply chain, um, in all seriousness, stock up, you know. I always go by the can of beans theory. One can of beans equates to a meal. If you can get the non-BPA cans, get the non-BPA cans. If you can get the cans with as few preservatives as possible, get that. One, did I say bean of cans? Did I just say that? Is it that late? Can of beans. One can of beans is one meal. Um. So three cans of beans, it's three meals. Just think about that. What that what that actually looks like. Every time you go to the store, just get a few cans of beans. You don't need to rush in there and buy fifty cans of beans. You know why? Because you're gonna scare people. You don't want to scare people around you right now. You want to do the shit that you do subtly. Get what you can. Pay cash if you can. Do that shit subtly. Maybe even go to different stores, you know. Get 12 cans here, 12 cans there. 12 cans of beans is... It's four days of food. If you are in that type of dire situation. Nutrient-dense superfoods, you know, non-perishable superfoods. If you're not allergic to nuts, get nuts. The seeds, the hemp seeds, flax seeds, chia seeds. I get uh, moringa leaves. Moringa leaves, you know, that's that's easy enough for me to access. I don't know about y'all. Get those different herbs. Get your immune-fighting herbs, or excuse me, your immune-building herbs, your yellow dock, burdock, uh, red clover, things like that. Um, so many things. Lavender, uh, if you can get your hands on some uh, quinine, the bark, get your hands on that. Licorice, um, so many good herbs out there, you know, just for building your immune system. Something that you can have on deck. Get water. Water's a big one. Um, you have to have a water filtration system because just in case if the water runs out in the pipes or if it, you know if there's a power outage, then you're going to have a limited water supply. Do you live near a river? If everybody is, is uh, if there's a power outage that lasts for months, let's just say, or even a month or a few weeks, that means no water. That means you can't wash your ass. That means... Even if you're going down to the river to get water, 
you, you're probably going to have National Guard or some kind of military force down by the river. So they don't want people down there. Not that they don't want people down there, but, you know, they don't want people fucking with the water. That's just another way to, to another justification for locking people up. Ah, oh, get away from the rod. Get away from the water. Get away from the river type of shit, you know. They're likely to do some shit like that. So you might not be able to go dip a bucket in the water and then go bring it home. If you can, that's great. But you need to have a water filtration system. I've been hearing funky shit about the rivers. They've been putting stuff in the rivers. I, you know, I had a situation, I think it was out in Cali somewhere, where uh, a dog drank from the river and fucking died because of some toxins that are being dumped into the river. You know, like they, they want us completely reliant. And that's the infrastructure that they're putting into place right now. You know, they want us completely reliant on them. They want it so that, you know, I, I, they want it so that if you don't have the vax, you can't get the things that you need. Ultimately, that's the society that they want to create. And that's just the, the vaccine is just one avenue to do it because then they can actually do this vaccine passport and force people to fall in line with their agenda. That's all it's about. It's just about control. It's not about protecting anybody. I mean, y'all know that. It's not about protecting anybody. It's not about um, curing any illness because, again, the PCR test, we know, false positive politics that this this disease isn't exactly what we're being told it is in the first place. This pathogen is not what we're being told in the first place. I'm not going to go too deep into that because I've I done talked about that in so many other shows. Tonight isn't the show to go into detail about that. Go back on the other shows. I promise you, you'll find it in there. But, you know, these are the things that you should have. Like I said, yellow dock, burdock, red clover. Um, licorice is good for clearing up the lungs. Um, lavender is good for inflammation. There's... um. Again, the the quinine, the seeds, hemp seeds, flax seeds, chia seeds, pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds uh, have a lot of, uh, not iodine, excuse me, have zinc in them. That's good for the immune system. The different seeds have the uh, uh, omegas, omega uh, fatty, uh, excuse me, yeah, the omega fatty acids in them. That stuff is good for your cells. It's good for your heart. It's good for, you know, your energy packs a punch they have you know more a lot of these seeds and vegetables they have more protein per gram than meat for sure so you want to have that in your system you could sprinkle some chia seeds on your beans you know just to add a little more punch to to your cans of beans you know because you don't want to be in the food lines yo you do not want to be in the food lines you do not want to be outside rioting with people for food and think about it if there are food rides who do you have right there bringing the food in you got the national guard to blast your motherfucking ass anyway so you're definitely not gonna be rioting for food they're, they're setting up the infrastructure for the for the world that they want to see think you're gonna run into walmart and bum rush walmart and, and, and bum rush the shotgun section <laughs> no 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 <laughs> nothing like that is happening at all nothing like that's happening at all folks so you know so this this is just 
you got to kind of step back and look at what's being created right now and take this opportunity to not just educate yourself, but get the shit that you need so that you're not in these streets. John and I have been talking about this for four years now. We said, do not be in the streets. If the fucking food riots go down, if the toilet paper riots go down, you, listen, stock up on toilet paper now, okay? And don't rush in there, rip all the toilet paper off the shelf. No, just, you know, gingerly just walk into the store, get the 24, 36 pack, big, big boy of toilet paper, and carry your ass out of there calmly and casually, okay? Because still, even with everything that's going on, the memo has not gone out for whatever reason. The food shortage memo has not gone out. We've been talking about this shit for like two, three years now on this show, in this network. The food shortage, the artificial food shortage, okay? So that just means you have that much more time to do it. I was looking at something just earlier today talking about how food prices are going to skyrocket soon. As if they haven't gone up already enough already, you know. I was in the store the other day, and uh, this is like this is how you find that information. You got to talk to people, folks. You got to talk to people and find out what's going on. Don't be afraid to have conversations with people, especially the people who are, you know, closest. Like, you go to a store. Don't think, oh, I want to speak to the manager and find out what's going on. Nah. Talk to the person who's stocking the shelves. You know what I'm saying? Ask them what's going on. I, I've been, you know, I asked people what's going on. Last time I went food shopping, I said, oh, you know, what's going on? I, I was looking for a product. I said, oh, you don't have this. What's going on? She said, oh, you know. She said, oh, let me go find out when it's going to be in. She went and she went and looked, came back, said, no, nah, we don't know, maybe a couple weeks. Then I said, is this part of the shortage? She said, yeah, you see the shelves, right? Everything on the shelves that's not there is because there's a sh- because of the shortages, because of the, the, the shipping, the supply chain. And I said, you know, how, how long has this been going on? When did you notice it? She said, oh, we really started to notice it in the last month, month and a half. That's good information right there because that, that gives you an idea of where we're at. Okay, month, month and a half since this has been, since they've noticed this going on, you know? When I checked out the, the price, Food was a little more expensive than I'm used to it being. I said, God damn. I asked the sister. I said, hey, this is a little high, isn't it? She said, yeah, food prices are high right now. I said, how long has this been going on? She said, about a year, year and a half now. About a year and a half, food prices have gone up. So this, you know, all this, I found out all this information within a 15-minute span, just having casual conversations with people, okay? This is the type of when so when I, when it comes to like doing intel, these are the type of conversation that people need to have. If you have, I mean, doctors, uh, uh, and nurses, and medical professionals, you know what I'm saying. If you someone in your family's a truck driver, anything, there's so just find out information, share it with your peoples, use that information to assess how you're gonna move, and, and don't just you know you got to be an active participant in your liberation. Don't just go through this shit all willy-nilly. Nah. You you have the mind to ask the right questions. And so you need to ask those questions to the people who are in the positions. Don't always think about the manager. Fuck the manager. Go to the person who's stocking that shelf. And they'll let you know, oh, yeah, nah. We, <laughs> this shit, we haven't seen this shit for months, you know? Ooh, Cindy said, not to be an ass, no pun intended, right? Not to be an ass, but what do people use before toilet paper and pampers? Leaves and cloth and cloth diapers is a thing. 
Very true. And you know what else? Um, water. People wash their ass with water. Yeah, water and cloths and stuff. Cindy also said, can't buy bread. Buy flour and bake your damn bread. That's right. What happened to that? What happened to, to, to homes smelling like freshly baked bread? You know what I'm saying? You know how much bread you can make with one bag of flour? Unbleached flour, by the way. Don't get that bleached bullshit. Ooh, Dale G. Jr. said, at auto parts stores, check out their battery section. Oh, thank you. See? Jewels. Jewels. This is what I'm saying. Um, so, you know, this is the type of stuff that people need to think about when it comes to participating in your liberation. You got to do what's right for you and your family. Don't let these motherfuckers have you caught out there. Like, if you know what's going to come, you have an idea. Listen, there's no way we can prepare for all that these bastards want to throw at us. But we could put up a good fight. Oh, Cindy said, I freeze my water in gallon bags in deep freezer. I don't do bum rushing in stores. I ain't dying over free water that come from the sky. Wait till they charge us for air. Carbon taxes, our yeah, it's our breath, right? Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Ooh, dude, Pomona shot just turned it up. <laughs> She's up the ante. She said, "If you can't buy flour, learn how to make flour from a pine tree. It's pretty delicious." Dun dun dun. Challenge accepted. Are you talking about using acorns? You know, you you talking about using acorns? Is that what you mean? Do acorns come from a pine tree? Acorns don't come from a pine tree. How do you make flour from a pine tree? I got to look that shit up now. Hold on. Pine tree flour. Ooh. Okay, a forgotten wild edible pine bark flour. Huh. Yeah, Pomona, yeah, you you you're the truth. Pine bark, a forgotten wild edible pine bark flower. You know what's funny about that too, because the pine bark, <clears throat> excuse me, pine bark and the pine needles, apparently the pine also has quinine in it, which is good for corona. <laughs> Oh, wow. She said, you cut a section of the inner bark. It doesn't kill the tree. That is just wonderful information right there. Thank you so much. <clears throat> it's definitely been an enlightening conversation this evening, this early morning. Pine bark bread, traditional Scandinavian recipe. What? Wow. Oh, man. That's, that's what's up. Thank you for that. Definitely saving this information right here. That's a jewel right there. So, so all that to say, folks. So we know, thank you for those jewels, definitely. So we know what's coming. We don't have to be subject to this bullshit. Listen, it's not going to be easy, but it doesn't have to be difficult either. 
Okay, you just have to take the time now to prepare. Listen, we have this window. The fact that we have the window that we can have these conversations right now, that we can stock up on these supplies. Don't be ignorant. Don't be like, oh no, don't don't be a victim. Ain't no victims. If you're listening to this, you're not a victim. You're a victor. Okay, you're a fucking boss, and you know what you need to do. So this thing came up thought was pretty interesting. I'm going to pull this up because this is congress.gov. Peace, peace, peace. Right, right. Like Jones said, that we used to say that means you stuck on stupid. That's right. Ain't nobody stuck on stupid here. So, <clears throat> This was introduced. This was introduced to Congress um, on one twenty one. Oh, twenty twelve. So this is January twenty first, twenty twenty one. So this shit ain't even new. Still hasn't gone anywhere. Introduced by Representative Green Marjorie Taylor, aka Marjorie Taylor Green. Um. Impeaching Joseph R. Biden, President of the United States, for abuse of power by enabling bribery and other crimes and misdemeanors. <clears throat> I don't know why this came up on my radar recently, but yeah, already trying to uh, impeach this motherfucker. And it goes into, you know, what was going on with Hunter Biden and all that stuff with the Ukraine and Burisma and China, I believe, is in there too. Listen. Hasn't gone anywhere. It, it was introduced in January. And hasn't been agreed to in the House. Referred to the subcommittee on the Constitution, Civil Rights, and Civil Liberties. I'm guessing it's probably not going to go that far. But it was introduced, you know, to impeach this motherfucker. <clears throat> Maybe it'll go somewhere. Maybe it'll be like uh, like the last four years of 45. <laughs> That's what a shit show. You know, we talk about the uh, the earthquake, not the earthquake, excuse me, the volcano over in the Canary Islands. We talk about how it's being manipulated and how they're using weather warfare. But this shit right here, folks... Gonna blow your fucking mind once you see this. Uh, Cindy said, Who voted for this damn robotoid with dementia? Makes Vicky from show Small Wonder look brilliant. God damn. So when um when this this show is shared, you will actually see it for yourself. It's unbelievable shit. This is like smoking gun type to show you that the uh, the earthquake is most definitely some kind of energy weapon, some kind of could be harp, could be who knows, some kind of acoustic weapon, who knows, but this is um this is from Off Grid Desert Farming with Paul and Adrian. <clears throat> Excuse me. And 
Just go check it out, folks. Give you a minute to go to onthewakeupradio.com. But I'm just going to play a segment of this. This is like damning, damning information right here. Here we go. And you're going to see a map of Obama. And over here, you're going to see a list of earthquakes. And you're going to watch this. So this is what you're going to see. So I'm going to take you through the steps here. The red dot. Cindy, you ain't shit. She said smoking gun Alec Baldwin or just Yosemite Sam. I wasn't even going to talk on that motherfucker, man. Yo, Alec Baldwin, how did he shoot two people with a prop gun? What kind of shit is that? Did, did he shoot through one and hit the other? Was he just raging mad and start licking shots? Or did he have a real gun on set and start shooting motherfuckers? Like, there's so many questions. Like, after the first shot, did you, what, you thought it was fake blood in the the, the director or whoever it was? Like, so many fucking questions. I digress, though. Uh, Forming a blob of red indicates that the ongoing clusters of earthquakes around the erupting volcano. If you zoom in a little closer on the same earthquake map, you see this. So this is what you're going to see when you go to the EMS website. We're going to go there just in a few minutes. There's just a big old blob of earthquakes. So I hope you're recording this, folks. I really hope you're recording this. But what happens when you zoom in really close? Now, folks... You're not going to believe it. I didn't believe it either. I had to go to the website. and. I'll tell you what. Just because I love my people, just because it's that important, I will show this shit. Because I wasn't even going to do it because I wasn't going to give Instagram all that love. But I'm going to pull my fucking headset. Let y'all see what I'm seeing and listen to what I'm listening to. Okay. Do it myself. These are the earthquakes that are happening on La Palma that's around the erupting volcano. If you zoom in a little closer on the same earthquake map, you see this. So this is what you're going to see when you go to the EMS website. We're going to go there just in a few minutes. There's just a big old blob of earthquakes. So I hope you're recording this, folks. I really hope you're recording this. But what happens when you zoom in really close? Now, folks... You're not going to believe it. I didn't believe it either. I had to go to the website and do it myself. These are the earthquakes that are happening on La Palma. They are in straight lines in a grid pattern, folks. This, These earthquakes are being plotted out on a graph, and they are hitting exactly uh, at specified coordinates over and over again in the same places. This island is being manipulated by... Uh, it looks like some kind of technology that is not uh, natural. Y'all saw that, right? That was a that was um he's basically on the let me see if I could find this website for you and pull it up. Because this is one of those um, earthquake websites. It lets you know, you know, active earthquakes and uh, seismic events. This one is the EMSC. So let me see. Yeah, that shit is insane. EMSC earthquakes today. Let's just see what it's talking about. So we're going to go over there to La Palma.
to zoom in. We're going to see what it's talking about because, you know, like anything else, we got to check for ourselves. But, yeah, Cindy, I'll send this to you for sure. But th this is, you know, not much to say about it really, right? Like, this, this, if y'all saw that, you can see that it's definitely being manipulated. And, you know, because we hear about this La Palma earthquake and they say um, <clears throat> that it, if that piece falls off, then it's going to, you know, slide and create a tsunami and it's going to completely fuck us. So... What what's the timetable on that? You know, that's my question. It, is it you know is nature gonna do it? Is it just gonna fall off, or are they gonna help it off? And would they tell us if it fell off? They said this thing is supposed to if it, if it slides off it's supposed to it's supposed to um create a tsunami that would devastate the east coast of the united states that's all that shit new york virginia all the way down to florida you know the tidal wave but then you have to remember they have this thing the blast wave accelerator where Basically, if they fire this blast wave accelerator into the water, they might be able to, you know, help out with a tidal wave or create a worse tidal wave. So let's say it's a 30-foot tidal wave that, you know, gets sent off of that. This shit, they could turn into a 130-foot tidal wave. I don't know. You know, something like that. But we would never know. It's about what they want to do to us. I just learned that, you know, parts of Brooklyn are 30 feet 60 feet above sea level that ain't shit like when it rains really hard the water is coming up <laughs> shit is unbelievable yo but you know that that's something i thought i would share that with the family and you know just prepare like prepare the best way you can and this is what this is kind of just the moral of everything that we could never prepare enough because there's some things we can prepare for, but then other things we have no idea what they're going to throw at us and when they're going to throw it at us. All we can do, we can just do our best to just, you know, prepare for what we think is coming. Okay. So, oh, is this an active earthquake right now? Okay. I think there's one going on right now in the Canary Islands. That is a shit show. That is like, that shit looks crazy right now. Cindy said, nature, this whole world scripted. They call it chess. We just, we just groundhog day existing. Well, not us. How many people like ants are energy harvesting? Exactly. Um, it's funny, you know, what's wild because 
I'm on the website and I'm zoomed in on it and this thing isn't letting me, it's actually not letting me see the same view that homeboy showed in the video. It's like smeared. There's so many damn earthquakes. I guess they must have caught on. Or can I take off some mirror, some layers? Nah, can't take off any layers. Nope. They're not letting me. This shit looks like a, a whole mess where you can't even see the grid pattern. It's just a big smear of earthquakes. I think that's pretty hilarious and pretty ironic. I'm sure they caught on to that. That's what generally happens when people like that, like when people, okay, hold on. <clears throat> let me see. Let me take off some. Um, I can't even take off. Wow. Nope. Can't even take off uh, layers or anything like that. Nah, this is what it's left with. Nope. Yeah, it's just a whole bunch of fuckery. There's a, apparently an earthquake happening right now. Shit is pulsing. That's all I got, folks. That's all I got. Maybe, um, USG. Let me try the USGS. <coughs> Excuse me. U.S. Geological Survey and see if I could get a better reading from there. Products, maps, data, publication, real-time data. Huh. Earthquakes. Earthquake maps list. See what you got, but again, this is this looks like it's only for the U.S. No, 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 wait, no, me. It might be for the world. It might be for the world. Let me not jump to conclusions. Okay, let's go to, huh? That's interesting because this thing's not even like the USGS is not even registering the Canary Islands right now for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. That's the USGS. Cindy said, did you know they have clothes you can wear that the energy from your body will charge phones, lights, batteries? We are paying for energy we get we get from our bodies. It's like no Vaseline and WD-40. No lube. Nope. They're just sticking it in. Like, ah, take that shit. You're going to take it and you're going to love it type of shit. And for my next trick. Listen, folks, <sighs> wrap this up. You know what it is. You know, just stay vigilant out there. I don't know what's going on in the canaries right now. <clears throat> Shit could be popping off for all I know. But <clears throat> you know what you need to do at this time. Um, just get your supplies together. Get your food together. We went over all those foods. We went over, over the supplements, you know. Um, get Make sure you get that when it comes to the medicines and supplements, the herbs that we talked about, yellow dock, burdock, red clover, quinine, different uh, vitamins, vitamin D3. That was another one that um, one of the elders was telling me about the vitamin D3. They said get it out. 
because Amazon is buying up all the D3. Listen, you don't want to get your shit from Amazon. If you can, whatever you can get from, you know, paying cash at a store, get that shit. Don't be at the mercy of Amazon because one thing, I mean, you know, Jeff Bezos, he's just as bad as fucking Bill Gates. And these people, they want to know what you have. They want to know what supplies you have. That's why the best, the, the, I, I do my best to purchase things like that with cash so that there's no paper trail. For the uh, cleansing your DNA, if you do get the shot, from what I was told, it's the zeolite, but it's also the together, the NAC detox, the D3-5000 I use, and the activated charcoal, okay? Superfoods, the hemp seeds, flax seeds, chia seeds, moringa. You get the powder, you can get the leaves, moringa, whatever form you get it. Get the purest form of moringa that you that you uh, that you can find. Uh, pumpkin seeds. You know you can have your uh, different vegetables and fruits. Those are great too. Frozen fruits. Um, just remember that if power goes down, if the power grid goes down, all that shit is gonna spoil. So you're gonna have to make something with that immediately. <coughs> Honey is a good preservative. Honey and vinegar are great preservatives. So let's say, you know, power grid does go down, you need to preserve that stuff. You can make some kind of honey, vinegar mixture to preserve those things, right? So that they'll last longer. Um, Cans of beans, you know, can of beans, that might not be bad actually, right? You have a honey, vinegar, preserve mixture fruit you could throw in throw some seeds in there throw that on top of your can of beans you know you might, you might have a nice little tasty meal right there okay it might not be so bad but if one can of beans i always say a can of beans is a meal i mean if you really want to be on some austere shit you can do a can every day eat a third of a can of beans every day <laughs> if you need to really preserve but Generally speaking, a can is a meal because when you're hungry, then you're not going to be thinking as clearly. And that's what how these people want us. They want us having a lower caloric, a lower caloric intake so that we'll be a little off kilter and won't be able to respond to their fuckery as clearly and with as clear of a mind. If you're out there on some survival shit and you got to fight bad guys who are trying to take you. If you don't have the energy, if you don't have the proper energy to take care of them, if you don't have the, the energy to think, if your mind isn't getting enough glucose and nutrients to, to think clearly about how to respond to these type of threats, then, you know, you're going to be in more danger. You need to have certain things in your body so that you can heal better, that you have a strong immune system. You think COVID, COVID ain't the real plague you know what i'm saying this i see, i hear people throwing around the marburg virus i hear about the i'm hearing a lot of shit i always say it i hear a lot of shit that i don't talk about so i'm not trying to scare you but i just want you to kind of expand your mind and be prepared for what might be the marburg virus is the precursor to the ebola virus Ebola virus, from my research, I am almost 100% sure the Ebola virus is genetically modified Marburg virus, okay? But either way, 
any hemorrhagic fever that's released into the population is a bad fucking day, okay? Um, I've recently heard from these doctors, from a doctor, he was saying to look out for acute flaccid myelitis in children. That's basically a, a paralytic disorder in children. It's probably going to come from these shots. And it, it paralytic, it, acute flaccid myelitis is like, uh, like polio, what they used to call polio, you know? Um, Cindy said, can't we just go buy an island like Epstein did? No government to rule. You would be the president. <laughs> Buying land here is cool till military come take your shit, but technically they could invade an island. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it'd be cool. I'd, I'd love to have an island. I'd love that we all just buy an island and go there. But we would need a badass military. We would need like Wakanda weapons type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you ever see, because they didn't really show it too much in the movie. But if you see the cartoon, the Black Panther cartoon, which was dope, they got some badass weapons. Like, you try to fly a plane into that, that shit gets vaporized out of the air. Ain't nobody fucking with those weapons. And we could do something like that because we have that type of technology. We just need to bring some scientists. I know we got some scientists in the, in the family over here as it is. Um, but we need people like that to really develop those weapons. We would need... Uh, we would need the engineers to, to construct them, you know. Uh, it, it could be done. I believe it could be done. It, I, I believe, uh, I believe, I definitely believe it could be done. But that's what we would need in order to have an island. It would have to be some, like, some mythical shit that <laughs> people don't hear about. And if anyone tries to fuck with it, they get blasted out of the sky or out of the water, you know. I mean, we, we have the Stan Meyer technology, which the Stan Meyer technology, that's the hydrogen fuel cell. The Stan Meyer technology is like the beginning of tapping that technology because the Stan Meyer fuel cell, it, it provides and allows for the creation of so much energy. Then I was like, okay, what do I do with this energy? And you're pulling it out of water. You know what I'm saying? Peace, sword. Peace, sword. Thanks for, for coming through. So Cindy said, so let's build bunkers one level above where Gates, Fauci, and Bozo's space is not up to it down here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I, I'll say this. <laughs> yo, Cindy, yo, thank you. That's what I always say. Cindy said, but I honestly think hell is bitter, cold, and not hot. Everything we was taught is a lie. Yo, thank you. I always said I feel like hell is a cold place. Why would it be hot? You know what I'm saying? Like hell, it might be hot. It might be flaming this and that. But I think it's cold. Like I think it's like bitter, cold, and dark. And it sucks. Yo, I'm going to say this before I get off because, <clears throat> ooh, that light Jones said 50 people to start your own country. I like the sound of that. I'm going to say this because I saw Sword put up this post earlier and this shit. It almost blew my mind, but this is how diabolical that motherfucker Fauci is. So Fauci was let me just let me just go to Swords page. Or let me see. <laughs> was it on Swords page or was it on someone else's page? Okay, so I'm just gonna <laughs> Here we go. 
So, oh, Pomona shots from Australia. Oh, man. Oh, we're going to have to talk. So, <clears throat> I'm just going to read this real quick before I get offline because thank you for reminding me, Sword. This is from October 24, 2021. So, this is just the other day, just yesterday. Cruel headline, cruel Fauci is condemned for spending $2 million on experiments which saw beagles debarked and trapped in cages so flies could eat them alive. Bipartisan theory at reprehensible misuse of taxpayer funds. Dr. Anthony Fauci has been condemned for using taxpayers' money to fund animal experiments, including one which saw beagles trapped in cages so flies could eat them, and another where they were quote-unquote debarked before being pumped with drugs and killed. One of the most disturbing incidents funded by Fauci's National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases involved $375,000 given to a Tunisian research lab. There, puppies had their heads held in cages before being left for sand flies to eat them alive for research purposes. God damn. Distressing snaps showed the pups with their heads kept inside the muslin-type cages filled with the hungry insects. Another procedure, which the NIH funded to the tune of $1.8 million, saw 44 beagle puppies undergo a quote-unquote chordectomy, which saw their vocal cords cut to stop them barking. That experiment, which took place in Menlo Park, California, saw the dogs then pumped full of drugs before being killed and dissected. Now, look, California, they don't fuck around with their dogs, okay? If you leave a dog in a car in California, they will break your fucking car window and free that dog, okay? They'll free Fido. So to think that this was going on in California, this is like a slap in the fucking face right there. I hope Cal I hope Fauci goes to California and I hope the Californians catch his ass, okay? I hope they catch his bitch ass. And I hope they do what Californians do to people like Fauci. This is something like listen, this is the this is the motherfucker. Listen, this dude, like people didn't care when it went to when it came to the AIDS and what he was doing with AIDS and HIV, okay? They didn't care about that shit. But <laughs> they're going to care about this. Cindy said, remember, we got the X-Men powers. Imagine a world of no-jab children, little mofo flying around, burning shit up with their minds. We are powerful, past-paying taxes and human trafficking. Melon, $500 a gram. That's right, Cindy. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Them motherfuckers cold-blooded, straight up. You see it? She's like, to think... I mean, you heard about the, hold on, let me pull up the fucking rat experiment. <clears throat> yeah, here's another one. Here's another one from your mans and them, Fauci. Dr. Fauci's skin scalps off aborted babies to grow them on lab rats. Oh. Oh, so it is true. <laughs> so it's all because it's calling it a conspiracy theory, but basically they took scalps of fetal tissue, something like that. Basically, 
the claim is that they took the head from aborted fetuses and put it on rats or some shit like that to see if it would grow hair. Listen, point being, Fauci, this nigga is a fucking devil, okay? He's not a good person. Um, But... Listen, I'm going to just leave it right there. Fauci is a cocksucker, okay? <laughs> no, that's not the one, Cindy. <laughs> um, yeah, there is a report that came out that they took the skins or the scalps of aborted fetuses and transplanted them onto rats to see if that they would grow skin. Where do you think they got these fetuses from? They got them from Planned Parenthood, okay? That's the moral of the story. But, you know, that story with the dogs is definitely true. This guy, Fauci, he's a scumbag. He's a piece of shit. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Those babies were alive. And, and that's, a, that's a whole thing that people, you know, aren't, I don't think people are ready for that conversation. Yeah, they should because it's happening. It's like hell on earth, you know what I mean, where... Some of the babies who are aborted, like partial birth abortions or late term abortions or all that stuff, you know, some of these babies, like they're, they're delivered. So they're, you know, live babies, but then they're kept alive until it's time to harvest them. You know, Dr. Stanley Plotkin talked about that. Babies being born and, and, and you know, harvesting their organs at a later date. So there's a lot to unpack with these people. Like I said, you know, with this puppy dog story, just once let California know, then send Fauci's ass over to California and let California deal with him. Cause they don't fuck around when it comes to their puppies, okay? They will murder a motherfucker in the streets over their dogs in California. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. I guarantee it. They do not fuck around. You do not leave dogs in car. They care more about their dogs than they care about. They care more about baby dogs than they do about baby humans in California. <laughs> oh, shit. Dale G. Jr. said Project Veritas had <clears throat> some insiders talking about that. Listen, folks, it is super late. You know I can stay on with you for another two, three hours. But I got to go to bed now. I got some stuff to do in the AM. Thank you so much for everybody who tuned in. You know, definitely, if you haven't created an account on otwtube.com, go ahead and do that. Um, you know, because we're doing our best to fight this censorship. And instead of just sitting here talking about how bad it is on their platform, we, we went and created a platform for all of our friends to come and have these conversations. So go check us out on otwtube.com. Let you know, let people know about this. I, I I recently introduced somebody to On the Wake Up Radio. And you know, this individual really appreciated the information because, because we're in a time where People are feeling isolated and alone, and they need that camaraderie. They need to know that other people are on that page. They need real information, and they don't want, you know, there's too much phony information out there right now. We do our best to bring you the dynamite content, researched content, and just to ask the right questions, you know, to get those, you know, to get those thoughts 
get the mental juices flowing. Oh my gosh. Cindy, yo, you be saying some wild shit. She said, imagine all those aborted babies living in cages. 60 million abortions since 1972. That's money. Ask Planned Parenthood. That's right. That's right. And that's a conversation, again, people aren't really willing to have right now because so many people have participated. It's not to shame women who have had them. Everyone had their reason for, for you know, for having abortions. Um... But that's definitely something to think about or not think about. You know what I'm saying? Whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> I've been told that I'm restless after I do this show at night. So here's to another restless night. <laughs> Folks, I do it because I love you. Thank you for tuning in. Um, definitely holla at me at any time. Need we need this camaraderie. Um Damn, I just want to thank everybody, you know, thank everybody for coming through as always and spending this time with me, with us really, and just just building on this. Um, you know, take this information, take this energy, pass it on through the earth. That's what we keep doing. We just keep recycling it and passing it on and making it stronger, you know. I want y'all to think about this, right? So as we do our meditations, we're like points of light. And you can bring down light and love into this plane, into this earth. And as we're doing that, even like right now, you know, we're all on a vibration right now. And as we're on this vibration, there's nine people, okay, seven people who are listening on the IG. We don't know how many people are listening on onthewakeupradio.com. But we're creating a certain vibration right now as we're listening in on this. So we're connected. And even once we get off this line, we're still connected. We're bringing that vibration into the earth. That's something that, that's unshakable. And that's something that the powers that be, they can't, you know, they might be able to measure it with some Schumann resonance stuff, but they can't stop it. And they can't predict where it's going to pop up. You know, that's that soul power. And... The stronger and the more clear we are as channels, the stronger that vibration is and the stronger that manifestation is. So I just want to you know, encourage everybody to just know that you're not alone and you may have a huge tribe around you. That's cool. Keep everybody on that vibration and then we're just going to continue to vibrate together and we're going to you know, create the world that we want to see. It's very possible. It's happening as we speak. And that's why these people have upped the ante. That's why they have uh, in, sped up their timetable and their timeline because they cannot keep up with what's going on right now. This this type of vibration that like, is it, reverberating through the earth, through the universe as we speak right now. So I just want to thank everybody who's been on this journey, who continues to come on this journey. And like I said, Share this content with someone who you feel is ready and um, and on the level, you know, share it with somebody because that person, th th this might be the piece of information that that person needed. Like I said, I didn't know how valuable this information was going to be with someone with whom I shared this the other day, but now they're sharing it with other people. 
So that that's all, you know, sometimes that's all we need to do. Sometimes that's our responsibility. It's just to share content, share vibration, and just be that encouraging word. Everybody who's listening right now is a general, you know, and you're going to find yourself in situations where you have to be the encouragement for other people. So, you know, I don't need to tell you anymore. Thank you so much for everyone uh, coming through. Definitely sign up on otwtube.com and, um, no, shout out to John. He couldn't come through, um, but you know he'll probably be in next week. Shout out to everyone who who came through to listen. The whole on the wake up radio army. Shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby for bringing this all together. Tune in again next week for the most dangerous two hours in radio. On the wake up. Lord individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. Cindy Ashfin On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.